0: You're listening to the Parents of Hardworking Teens podcast, episode 74. Combating one of the causes of exam stress for your teen, the fear of the unknown. The anxiety and worry that they sometimes feel around not knowing what topics are actually going to come up in the exam, what questions are going to be asked, and the overall issue of having to prepare for something totally unseen. (laughs) I'm Katie Jones, and with over 15 years in education as an award-winning high school teacher, international external examiner, and as a study coach, I've helped thousands of students skyrocket their results and confidence. And this podcast is where I share all my insights, tactics, and tips with you, the parent, so you can help your hardworking team get happy, smart, and successful in their study and have you both enjoy the journey along the way. This is the Parents of Hardworking Teens podcast. Hello, my very important parents. And when I say parents, I am including anyone in a parenting role. You are all VIPs in the rock solid study world. And if you are a new listener to the podcast, a special welcome to you. I know we have a lot of new parents and carers joining us in this exam season. And so if that's you, then a big welcome. And if you've been following along for a while now, that is super awesome. I'm so glad you're here. A special hello to you. And I really appreciate you listening in each week. Now, today's episode is kind of part two of an informal (laughs) trilogy, a three episode exam focus that I am delivering on the podcast right now, as here in Australia, we are deep in exam season right now. But wherever you are, or whenever you're listening to this, this episode will be really helpful in terms of finding ways to optimize your team's stress levels for exams or other aspects of their study. And yes, I did say optimize their stress levels because in last week's episode, I shared my personal opinions around exam stress and the fact that actually some stress is not only normal when it's in that moderate range, it's actually helpful and even beneficial when it comes to exam performance. But that stress can come from a variety of sources or is created by a variety of issues that exams bring. And number one, and that does not mean it's the top cause, it is different for all different students, or different teens, but one of the causes of exam stress is just that pressure of exams, the exam environment, the intensity, the pressure of having to perform on demand and under time conditions, and also what I call pathway pressure. So that's potentially having your teen's next steps in their life ride on their exam results because they might need or want certain results or grades. And although, yes, we can assure them that there are many pathways into careers these days, and there are they likely want to take the most direct path or they might want to go after a certain achievement like ducks of their year or even just want a particular result in a particular subject just because they want it. And as long as they aren't directly aligning their self-worth with these goals, as long as they are going after things in a healthy way, I personally think that that push and challenge and yes, even that added pressure can be a positive thing. And when I say positive... I know that it doesn't necessarily feel positive in a happy and joyful kind of way in the moment. Because yes, this will bring some degree of stress and anxiety. But as we already mentioned, that stress can actually raise their performance. And so given that with that one cause of stress, the pressure from the exam environment, from the pathway pressure of goals or grades they need... And being honest that there's not a lot that we can change with those things, let's consider the other two overarching causes of stress. These other two that I'm going to share this week and next are much more controllable. I won't say easy to control because they do require skills and know-how to do so but they are controllable and given that there will be pressure and stress no matter what for many students these next two causes are ones that we may well want to reduce so that your teen can stay in that optimal level that moderate level of stress. So these other two causes of stress are fear of the unknown and uncertainty over what's actually required in the exam hall or on that exam paper. And today, we're going to dig into that fear of the unknown. Next week, we'll get into the uncertainty aspect. But fear of the unknown for today is literally the unseen nature of an exam. We don't know what they're going to ask about. We don't know exactly what topics will or won't come up. We don't know what the questions will be. And when you think about it, all of those things, those three things that I just listed, what they're going to be asked about, what topics are covered, what the questions are going to be, these are all centered around subject knowledge. And subject knowledge is the first half of the study success formula. Sometimes you might have even heard me call it the exam success formula because it definitely carries across to exams. Knowledge plus application equals success. That is the success formula. Knowledge plus application equals success. And that fear of the unknown is coming into that knowledge part. So your teen's brain might be spinning with worry about things like what questions and topics are going to come up? Will I know the answers? Do I know those topics well enough? Which ones do I know really well? And which ones am I less strong in? Or in other words, (laughs) what are they hoping that they're going to get asked about? And what are they really hoping they don't get asked about? On that exam paper. Now there's inherently going to be some stress around the unknown because remember stress is caused by a feeling of not having control and your teen cannot control what they're going to be asked in the exam but your teen's stress will be increased if they don't feel confident in that subject knowledge. So therefore when they are feeling stressed and you or they feel like the stress level is above what is maybe healthy or optimal for alertness and memory and focus, one thing you could do is calmly question is the stress coming from a lack of subject knowledge? Is it a lack of confidence in understanding a topic or is there an underlying worry about what if this topic comes up? What if they ask about X or whatever it is because I don't know or understand that topic well enough? So as a guide, if your teen doesn't rate themselves at about an eight or more out of 10 on their subject knowledge, then this may well be part of that cause of their exam stress. And if they don't consider themselves to be an eight or more out of 10, then we need to consider how to solve for this. And I do say eight as a bit of an arbitrary number. I've picked that as what I would personally deem a good level of topic knowledge and confidence in that topic when actually walking into an exam. So for an exam, I think that once we're getting to sevens or below, we're likely starting to silently hope that that topic or a subtopic isn't going to come up. So the next question to ask of your teen is, well, did they ever feel like they were at least an 8 out of 10? As in, when they first were learning that subject content, did they get it? And if so, if they're like, yeah, at one point I did feel like I was at least an 8 out of 10, then this is just about revision. They've just forgotten parts of it. And that is completely normal. We often need spaced repetition for something to really stick. And that's why they have to revise. And I will come back onto revision in a moment. But if they feel like they never were at least an 8 out of 10, then they likely need to actually learn the topic or the concept more comprehensively. And you can't really revise something that you never fully understood in the first place. Learning it is different to revising it. So you can see that figuring this out with your teen does require some honesty and some self-awareness on their part, because if we don't really diagnose the root cause, then we can't really take the best form of action to solve for it. Now, if they need to go back and fully learn a concept or a process, then they might do well to find a time to sit with their teacher and ask them to go through it with them. They might have a friend who is confident to do that with them, or you might use a subject specific tutor, find some online education videos or websites that will explain it in a way that they can fully understand, whatever will work best for them. But let's go back to the other situation where they did once know and understand that topic well, but now they need to revise it. They need to bring that knowledge and confidence level back up. Now, I always advise students to at least know something about every topic that could be asked about in the exam. So if time is tight, then covering a little bit of everything, revising a little bit of everything is generally safer in my experience than being really strong in some areas, but pretty weak in others, because otherwise they're just relying on having the right, in inverted commas, topics come up for them. And if they don't, then it could be a bit disastrous. Well, maybe not disastrous, but it's not going to be good. And we just don't want a situation where they can't at least write something in response to a question because the good news is it's pretty easy to pick up the low level marks in questions. And we definitely want them to be grabbing any of the low hanging fruit that is hanging around on an exam paper. But actually actioning this, actually prioritizing putting more time and effort into their weaker areas during revision can be tricky because we naturally tend to want to work on things that we're good at. We are happier revising topics that we like or that we do well in when actually we need to be doing the opposite. So if your teen is in this situation, I would advise them to list out all of the topics that they have for an exam and have them use syllabus dot points to do that. Don't just have them relying on the notes that they already have. They do really need to consult exam board documents for that and then rank or rate themselves in terms of how strong they are in each of them and then prioritize those with the lowest scores in their revision. And that leads me to the revision itself revision needs to be active. I see so many students using passive revision techniques, copying out diagrams, relying on repetition to burn information into their memories, writing information out onto cards without transforming it in some way. These are all passive techniques. And so in order to make revision active, the information that they are revising needs to be converted or transformed in some way. Now, I discussed this in detail in episode 52. It's literally an episode called Active Revision. So go download and listen to that for more ideas and explanations on how to have your teen actively revise rather than passively so that the information stays in their memory, flows from brain to paper in the exam hall, and allows them to respond to whatever question is being asked about. And quick note here, practicing past papers is not technically revision. I got asked about this recently, so I thought I'd share it with you. Practicing past papers can be a way to see how well they know the content. So it might be a good way to see how they would rate themselves on how strong their knowledge really is for a topic. But doing the actual questions, responding to the questions and practicing that is more a way to actually practice and hone exam technique. It's not necessarily revision in itself. An exam technique and having your teen be able to actually show they know this subject content that they have learned and revised so hard is what we're going to get into on the next episode, addressing the uncertainty that so many students have or feel around things like what the examiners really want, what the questions actually are meaning or asking, and what the mark schemes state as being required in their answers. In other words, how to put that knowledge and information that they have learned and revised across on the paper, how to actually show they know it and get maximum credit for it. So join me back here next week for that and be sure to click follow on the podcast wherever you listen so that you automatically get each episode onto your phone as soon as it drops. And in the meantime, have an awesome rest of your day and I will see you back here next week. Take care. Bye you're ready to have your teen achieve their best possible results with less stress, then I want to invite you to enroll them in the 10-week grade transformation program where they're going to learn the key concepts, skills, and strategies to catapult their performance in assessments and exams. It's risk-free. They either achieve bigger and better results with a whole lot more confidence in 10 weeks or we refund you in full. Just head over to www.rocksolidstudy.com forward slash program, and I'll see you there.